And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're gonna tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. This is the Civilized Barking Podcast with Zach Jackson. Live from Nissan Stadium in Nashville, an eight and a half hour football game comes to an end. It got hairy. It got strange. I'm sure it was exhausting if you're listening to this. The Cleveland Browns are nine and three. It should have been a no doubter. It pretty much was. All sorts of wild stuff happened. But the Browns needed this, Jason. It's a statement game. Full cliche. I don't care. Um, They needed it for playoff positioning. They needed it for their own psyches. They needed it to make that aforementioned statement. They made it with 38 first-half points. Uh, The Titans never had a chance. It was a coaching clinic. Uh, It was pretty thorough. You know, it got wild. But, man, this was damn impressive. This is the best game a Cleveland Browns team has played in a long, long time. I asked you uh, toward the end of the game, best road win since what? Baltimore 02, that kind of really pushed them toward the playoffs. I, I can't think of another one. And uh, we're going back 20 years yeah. to the last time that they won a game with this much on the line. And it, I mean, this much on the line, but it is a lot on the line. Eight and three, you know, you think you're rolling to the playoffs, but there's still a lot of teams in the hunt and this still could get away from them. Yeah. Uh, and, and we've had a lot of yeah, buts on this podcast and a lot of people feel that way with this team. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but right. there is no, but today they kicked the hell out of a really good Titans. I don't care what the final score says. They beat the hell out of a really good Titans team. And, uh, you know, I think Vrabel's one of the best NFL coaches. He absolutely just drug Freddie around the field for four quarters last year yeah. in that opener. And to see the improvement, to see the turnaround in this team, you know, I think these guys heard it. I think they heard it all week, the, the yeah, buts and the, okay, let's see what they can do now against a good team. You know, they failed miserably against three good teams in the past. Uh, and they, they shut everyone up today. And Baker Mayfield and Otto Graham are the same sentence like we always knew it was going to be. <laughs> well, that to me. Look, I'm glad you mentioned the, the Freddie opener, right? That's 15 months ago. So look at how far the Browns have come, right? And, and there's a million ways we have said it and can say it and look how far the Browns have come. But they needed to put it out there, Jason, right? Because now getting by Jacksonville, getting by Houston where Romeo Cornell hands it to you, now those are validated, right? Like yeah, yeah. the Browns have done a lot of things right. Mostly they've run the ball and won the games they've supposed to. Well, now they come get their biggest win by throwing it and winning a game that they weren't necessarily supposed to. They beat a team that was in the AFC Championship game last year, beat the hell out of them from the word go. On the first drive, Baker fools everybody. Unfortunately, including Donovan Peoples-Jones, drops a sure touchdown pass, they settle for three, right? How does that usually go? Does it come back? You wish you had those three points later in the game? The Browns scored touchdowns on their next five drives, 38 first-half points, record that you mentioned, franchise record. Baker becomes the first one in, since 1951 to throw four touchdown passes in the first half. Just 
you know, thorough is the word that comes to mind and it, it doesn't fit right. Because it was 41 35, the final, and because the Titans made a comeback, but I just thought Stefanski schooled Vrabel. I just thought Baker was really confident and really on. I know from being here that guys were wide open. I don't know what the TV showed, but wide open. And like, they're just, the Browns just seem to flip this switch in going to kill mode. And, and this is, I, I just wrote this. My first thoughts, Kyle, will be up. That's what's most impressive to me. Yes, it's the statement game. Yes, it's the records. Yes, it's all that. But now you're at week 12, right? And this offense is showing other gears. It's playing with a confidence level. The play callers rolling. The quarterback's hot. Like, that's organic growth. Like, that's that's real stuff. And, and the win here today backs it all up as real. We, we've got to talk about Baker here for a minute because, you know, I wrote last week he's average, and I, I still believe that. This is what you get with an average quarterback. Sometimes they have games like this, but, boy, did he shut everyone up today. At a time when he really needed a big game, uh, he delivered one. I, I That, to me, was rookie Baker with the type of growth that you would expect over two years. Does that make sense? Like, oh, that's the guy – that's the guy, the rookie year that we expected to see in year three. And and he delivered some fantastic throws today. And last week, he made some great throws last week. It was those couple that were the yes. gimmies that he missed that just drove you nuts. And today, he connected on those two. I, I, I can't think of a better game that he's played in his career. I, regardless of what the numbers say, you know, maybe statistically he had a better game his rookie year. I, I don't know. But for for the moment, for the opponent – and yeah, the Titans have a, a lousy pass rush. That's that's fair, but for what you needed out of the quarterback position to do what he did, to do it against somebody other than the Bengals, to do it against one of the best teams in the AFC, because that's to me that's what Tennessee is. Tennessee is boring, but they're excellent. They don't beat themselves. And and today the Browns really brought it with I think I counted three personal fouls in the first half against the Titans. All the turnovers. This is so uncharacteristic of a Titans team to the Browns made him play that way. And to me, it starts with, with Baker and the way that, that Baker commanded the field today. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, look, by now we know Baker, right? And he's out there. I mean, we don't know him, know him, but there's not much hidden, right? He's on commercials. He won the Heisman. He claps back at people. He's on social media. He's laughing and dancing and playing the eardrums when it's going good. And last year he was shaving three times when it was going bad. Last <laughs> year you could see. Today. Yeah. So, like, what I saw, Jason, and again, this was the game, like, you would love to be able to watch a game and not know what the score was, watch the situation was, watch body language, watch who's pushing who around, things like that. But, like, he couldn't wait for the next snap. He yeah. couldn't wait for the next throw. And, again, the lack of pass rush is a part of that. But the Browns, off, they trust their offensive line. I thought Stefanski called the game to attack that, to let Baker be confident. And, and, and it just – you know, maybe I'd have to go back. I don't know if it was the first fourth down stop. It was probably the strip where Richardson just takes his big club and takes the ball from Derrick Henry, which isn't an easy task, even if Derrick didn't have it all the way yet, right? And they, they just went into kill mode, and they just went for it. And even in the second half where they have to punt a couple times and it starts to get hairy, those are drops. Those are not misses by Baker, right? Right, so, yeah. 290 in the first half. Um Several plays stick out. I'm looking out at the field now, and I can picture guys running wide open. But the the deep one to Peoples-Jones, he fools everybody on the play fake. 
Uh, it happened to be right in front of me, so he didn't fool me. But three Titans defenders pull up, stop. They don't know where the ball is. So now all of a sudden he gets to set his feet, just make sure he, he knows the guy's open. He lets him get more open. He chucks it out there, and he's just like laughing. I mean, the Browns laughed at the Titans in the first half. They hung on. They won, and and they're laughing all the way home. They earned it. It's This, this was a really, really, really impressive victory. So, yeah, you know, you worry about the defense, and you would prefer not to have to score 41 to win and all this. But, you know, I, I think the Browns go home like happy as hell, and certainly peaking is not the right word because you don't want to peak. But – playing their absolute best possible football and having just exploited a good team, but one that can't create any pressure going into a game where a team does not thrives off creating the pressure. And if you win that game, you knock the Baltimore Ravens out of the playoffs. Yeah. The Ravens are pretty much playing for their lives every week. Um, that's the position that they put themselves in, but I I'm glad that you mentioned the, the play action because uh I noticed that too, and it fooled the cameras a couple of times. And when you're fooling the cameras, you're you're doing something right uh, because they, you just don't see that very often. And I, I think it's you know we talk about the way that he can pull t- defenses off sides, but I really think the way Baker can sell play action. And listen, <laughs> Chubb and Hunt have a lot to do with selling play action because you have to be so fearful of the of the run. But the way that he can sell it, uh, I, I think, is really spectacular. And the way that they came out throwing. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't seen them really do that since Cincinnati. And that was a disaster when they tried against the Bengals. That's when right. Baker threw the pick on the first play of the game. He was completely out of rhythm. Didn't complete a fat pass in the first quarter. It was a, a lousy half. I haven't seen them really attack a team through the air to start a game the way they did today since then. And obviously a much higher quality opponent than the Bengals and, and much, much, much better results. It kind of, I'm kind of talking myself into this now, kind of talking through this live. It kind of, it, it showed to me the, the belief and trust that Kevin Stefanski showed in Baker, believed in the yeah. growth, maybe that, you know, certainly I, I don't think I believed uh, was there all the time. And I, I just put it that way. I think Kevin Stefanski showed a lot of belief in Baker to have the game plan that he did knowing everyone expecting them to run, to come out throwing the way that they did as much as they did early. Like I said, the last time they tried that, it was a disaster. And today it, it worked out really well. Yeah, No, Jason, I mean, obviously we're not in, in these meetings, but on multiple times, Baker had to be seeing things open up exactly how Stefanski and Alex Van Pelt told him they would, right? Yep. And like Higgins was just kept running open. And, you know, I, I really – Baker is a rhythm quarterback. A lot of guys are, but he he needs a few to get going, and and he's at his best when he has hit a few, and he gets to sprint out a little bit, um, and you could just tell the body language just on him right away was like, okay, we we got a chance to have a big day, and 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 let's go, let's do it. So, and and frankly, when you're up that much in the NFL, like I can't even really nitpick the Browns for the way they got back in it because that's just the nature of the beast, right? Like. The, the Titans showed some fight. They showed almost none in the first half. Um, like I said, I can't say enough about the coach because guys were so wide open on a lot of those plays and they just, they kept going for it. I mean, even you get to a point, like if it's 24 seven in the first half of these games, like you might be tempted to say, let's, we would love to be up 27, 10 at halftime. Right. 
and they yeah. they they stuck with it. They they stayed on the pedal, and, and obviously I didn't see any other games. I know there were some crazy endings, um, and and this one came sort of close to having it. The Titans got back in it, but um, I, I honestly think the Browns' defense held up well. I really do. They they get the interception negated by the penalty. They have a couple. They have one review. They have a couple quick things, but like for having that big lead, for being as undermanned as they were against AJ Brown and Corey Davis, like I thought they held up well. Miles makes a sack. Kareem makes a big run. There's a big third down pass to Austin Hooper, like huge plays in a game where there's 76 points scored, right? But like the big plays in terms of third downs or little things that even on the one Higgins catches the touchdown, he catches a third down pass deep in their territory. The drive doesn't happen without that. So yeah. Um, the Browns first half drive chart, field goal, touchdown, 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 touchdown. It's like a dream. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he, he, even in his wildest dreams, I don't think Kevin Stefanski could have expected the type of first half that they put out there today. When you talk about the defense, um, how much do you believe? Cause we all, we, we say all the time that turnovers can be a little bit fluky, um, but the Browns really, it seems, focus on getting the ball out more so that maybe I just noticed it today because they were successful. But you mentioned Richardson getting a paw on the ball and getting it out on a guy who never fumbles, ever. Hadn't fumbled in a year. And we saw the the, the rip away, one of the defensive backs, the Browns had a, had a rip away on a receiver. It just seems that the Browns go for the ball maybe more than other teams. Am I just imagining that because they had success with it today that's certainly one way to counteract a, a, a flawed defense and a defense that's had a ton of injuries is to create turnovers but it just seems like this group gets after it and knows how to get after the ball no my impression is they're coached to do it no no doubt and you know the browns are good when the defensive line is good and sheldon richardson was was the best today uh he he really was with those two big plays you know, Miles got the one um, to make a punt in a 20-point game. He had some pressures later. Comfort, right? The Titans never got comfortable. The Browns were a huge part of that. And Baker Mayfield was comfortable from the start. And, like, it's almost mentally, right? Like, if you're down to the Browns, you're saying to yourself, holy shit, because you know you got to tackle those backs. And then they're yeah. through just enough to keep you guessing. And Kareem – was it a handoff or a pass where he just like breaks away from the guy? I, I forget what it was, but anyway, he's doing what he did. Right. And he's not the lead back on this team. The weather was perfect today. I think it was 51 degrees at kickoff. There was no wind. You could tell the sun was out. Uh, Browns fans were out. That's for sure. But like, it might be the last good weather game. The last time to let it rip, you did it. And you still got your formula of, Letting the turnovers when the, Jason the Browns forced three turnovers today. The Titans had turned it over five times in eleven games. Pretty good. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with twenty four seven U.S. based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. 
As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Did, uh, did it rain this morning? It looked to me like guys were guys lost their footing multiple times. Uh, the Titans receiver who no, was uh, turned his ankle and had to leave the game. It got so cold that there was fog this morning, but we're talking hours before the game, and I'm sure there was a tarp on the field. So I, it just—it seemed to me that three or four times in different various spots on the field, guys lost their footing. I didn't know what the weather was like this morning. Yeah, no, um, yeah, I know what you're talking about, and they did. Maybe it's just an issue here with the turf. Uh, although it's not like the stadium has been getting used other than Titans games, right? Right. <laughs> what uh, What did you think of, of Miles? today and do you think that i it, it looked to me i was talking to someone else with our company it I, I was watching him from what i could see on tv i saw a handful of plays a number of plays where he just wasn't going very hard and then he exploded for the sack and it was like he was saving himself or timing himself and i think it probably threw off a little bit probably the titans on when he was going and when he wasn't but i i don't know if i'm imagining that or if you saw it too or it i don't know if he played as many snaps i couldn't really tell how much did the COVID have an effect on him his first game back? And did you see what I saw in taking a few plays off and then coming out and exploding for the sack? Yeah, I mean, first, I'm interested to see the snap counts. I don't know them now because the Browns early in the game were using a five defensive line front to, yeah. to get after Derrick Henry. And I thought they frustrated the Titans in doing that. But I just don't think Miles had his wind, had his legs. You know, he missed two full weeks of practice. Um, you know, he said COVID did kick his butt for a few days and then he was good. He was he was anxious. Uh, to get back but even when you're a super super freak like him and you're used to this and you do this and you get two weeks away I mean he has a gym in his house right but like it's just not the same these guys not only tune their bodies to maximum level but they get in a routine of getting themselves to Sunday and getting through the practice week and when they work out and when they eat this and all that you know Um, you and I are probably not nutrition experts but I just don't think that there was any way that he was going to have his full wind um, today with that time off. So I think especially when they had a lead, I think he was probably saying, okay, let's, let's go ahead and go here. And, and, and kudos to Joe Woods and to Kevin Stefanski again for the five defensive line front um, for doing, you know, something different to attack them. The fact is, you know, now you, this was a huge, huge win and you have a huge, huge game ahead. You've earned the right to where every game's huge you're still a long way from the finish. And what today did is prove that when you get in January, you can win one. Right. So like the Browns just have no depth 
anywhere on defense, Jason. So if Miles Garrett has to play fewer snaps or has to save himself on December 5th or whatever the hell day it is, then like that's what he's got to do because there's just nobody behind him. Yeah, no, that that's fair. And, you know, that's – I mean, imagine that. And, listen, we've said for a month now, over a month, this team's going to the playoffs and enjoy it. But when you think about where they are now and one more free agency and one more draft uh, – where this team could be, they're not that far away from being really, 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 really good. If they can just get a few more reinforcements on the defensive side and get a couple of guys healthy, I'll be really curious to see where this team goes from there, but we can, we can talk more about that later on. Yeah, no, go ahead. I know. I'm glad you said it because, and this can be the start of our final thought because really, I mean, we can keep gushing with praise, but there's not like X's and O's to break down or anything here, right? There's not a, a crux of this game. The Browns just kept scoring and, yeah. then, and did their part. Look, having eight wins coming into this game, this, this season was a success. This team is still very much growing. This team is still very much evaluating. And this team has earned the right to play in these big games. And given the, the decision makers that this franchise trusts, and you can all go to church and praise Jesus that you found Kevin Stefanski accidental or not that he, he took your calls the second time around however it worked out last year right but the point is it was already a success by having those wins it was already a success in building an identity it was already a success in miles garrett's emergence and nick chubb's emergence and lock and cream hunt up to this theft of a deal and, and having him in place um going through you know the adversities of of the covid situations and now a second four-game winning streak. So what today did was kind of cherry on top that, and I don't mean that it's over. I mean, it just added a whole list of accomplishments. The Browns should feel good about what they've done. They should feel great about what they're doing, and it's not over, and we'll see. And the weather's not going to be ideal, and you're not going to be up 38-7 again. Well, maybe on the Jets, we'll see. You know, and, and <laughs> you're certainly not sneaking up on anybody, so all of that changes. But a season that was already a success six hours ago, Jason, is now more a resounding success, and there's a month left, and all the bigger picture goals are both A, in play, and B, like going really well in terms of the things we mentioned of the overall growth and the overall evaluation process still going on. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. This easily could have been a first-round playoff matchup. Like, they, these teams still very likely. Be. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Be. This yeah. very likely, they, the Browns could be right back there in a month doing this again. And it, I think it'd be a heck of a lot harder to drop this on them a second time in a playoff game. But even getting to that point would be such a huge accomplishment. Uh, but I kept thinking today, man, these two teams very, very likely, very easily could be meeting again a month from now on the same field and doing it all over again with a lot higher stakes. I'm, gl- I'm glad. Uh, one last thing. I'm glad you said that he fooled the cameraman. Um, with that play action fake I didn't yeah. know that so the way the press box is configured for COVID I it was the first time I didn't have a view of any of the TVs 
today. So I could see the replays when they put them on the scoreboard, but not anything on the TV, whereas usually I can watch the play live and then look over and watch it again. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. The fakes were great. The designs, the routes were great. It was a jiggle. It was a jiggle with the camera. It was like, nope, 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 yeah. oh, over here. And, and, it was just again, a little jiggle. With, with the defense, even though you end up giving up 35 and even though all those crazy and fluky things, most of them were totally fluky things happen. I, I got. I think the effort was great. Um, guys flying to the ball, the corners competing. I mean, A.J. Brown and Corey Davis are monsters. My, A.J. Brown is a monster who still needs to refine his game, and he will. Corey Davis was a number five pick in the draft. Like your Browns were outmanned back there and they held up. Okay. Um, the Browns showed up to play. The Titans did not. And the Browns took full advantage. And so, you know, you, you can't expect that you're going to do that, but you know, get up 31 on a team, but you can't let off the gas just because it's the NFL. And just because, you know, it is a game of runs and teams come back. Like, I just think the Browns should be so proud, so happy, and you listening should be so encouraged by this effort. It was two completely dominant quarters, two strange quarters, but on a back-to-back road situation, you've won them both. You're a win from going to the playoffs, and this was a huge game. And from now on, they just get bigger the rest of the way. So enjoy the ride. You got anything else, Jason? This was like I, I spent hours and hours going over playoff scenarios and 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 past the playoffs and everything. And from everything that I kind of tried to map out of realistic outcomes, this one was even more important than next week. Like win today, and it, it, it doesn't clinch a spot, but it almost does. Where it, next week, it, there was still a lot of other factors in play because of, because of Baltimore. But I, 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 of, of the two games back-to-back, to me, this was the more important one to win. And I know that's goofy because Baltimore is a, a division rival. But the way the playoffs are playing out, unless there's some secret – pathways that I couldn't figure out. Uh, this was the game that really, really mattered, that they really, really needed to win. And and they won it. And kudos to them. And like I said, yeah. we might be doing it again in a month. So two two quick things as we get out of here. Um, I'm still alive in my survivor pool until December, right? And nice. I considered the Titans. I did not. I changed. <laughs> wow. I stay alive in my survivor pool. The other thing, um, sports betting is legal here. In Tennessee, it's, yeah. I drove here, guys. As soon as you get within 30 miles of Tennessee, every radio commercial, every billboard is this. This Sign up for this site. We'll give you this, right? So I downloaded the app this morning, and I just thought, all right, I'm going to make one play and screenshot it here um, just because, you know, not, not that people aren't sports betting because it's not legal in Ohio, but just in case we write about it, right, or just in case it comes up. So I'm like, what is a simple – non-biased, whatever. So the total touchdowns in the game was five and a half touchdowns for the whole game. So I put 30 bucks on it. It had already won by halftime. <laughs> so sometimes things just go your way, you know? Um, so yeah. So uh, enjoy it guys. Read us, subscribe, listen, download, share all that stuff. I'm kind of loopy. Uh, man, that was a long game. That was interesting. Uh, it's just a crying shame that the stadium can't be rocking next Monday. It's a shame that we can't, you know, fully enjoy this. This is the world. The world is strange. The Browns are nine and three. Talk to you next time. I'm Civilized Park.